You know what I want to start this one off with? Hit me with it. This is the noise that has been stuck in my head for like a week, and it's all I've been saying to Jake is, you know, the little video of the kid that goes, "Hello, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We should start every episode. Just hello, motherfucker. Feels very us. Feels very right. Chaotic, like this podcast is. Yeah. My sister listened. Ella, and what did she think? Um, she said that she loves the energy of that we did a super dark case and then we did something so light and airy. And I was like, well, just wait till you get to the next episode. Yeah, just <laughs> wait and see, baby. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, we'll just, we'll get into it later. But um, also we have to shout out another fan. Who's I was just going to say, we can't forget to shout out. This man has been with us since kindergarten as well. And Shout out Nick Boyd! Nick Boyd. God bless him. He already commenting on posts. I mean, we couldn't ask for a more dedicated fan. And, and when we get merch, he's first in line. For sure. Yeah. For free. So. He's getting a PR box. <laughs> also, also, I just love that he found us. And we didn't tell, first off, we didn't tell, at least I didn't tell anyone we recorded. I didn't tell anyone. I'm also, Emily, if you're listening to this, please stop. <laughs> Evan's sister found us, and I was like, "Yeah, like how?" Um, I think I literally told Evan, "I was like, how? What did what did I do?" I'm like, "This makes me so anxious to go back to your family Christmas." <laughs> Especially if they listen to this one. Of me. Yeah, this one's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we'll catch up a little bit, and then we'll mm-hmm. dive in because I'm not gonna lie, you guys, this is hot and heavy. This one is. It's it's pretty it's it's a wild one. I feel like it's um, one you're gonna have to go watch like an office clip afterwards, like oh something funny to yes. decompress. Don't listen to this before you go to bed. That's all I'm saying. No, um, this is one you watch. You need a palate cleanser. You need to watch something that reminds you about the good in the world because this is heavy. This is this one is like dark, very dark, <laughs> and like the fact that I have never heard of it shocks me. Um, but also that, like, it made my, it, oh, I hate saying this because of what happens later, but, like, it made my skin crawl. Like, it, like, I felt so uneasy, but. No, 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 no. So, consequently, you're going to go first, and I'm going to go last with something a little more lighthearted. Just like you did day one, I hear ya. Kind of give them something. Yeah, we can do that. Um, Eventually, I am going to run out, and people are just going to have to deal with two dark stories back to back. Yeah, and then, like, even then, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. This one was just, like... <laughs> yeah. Too dark. It was... To give, like, some background, um, I found this case, because I was like, I need to do something. I just want to do something fresh. Something that, like, hadn't really been... listened to a lot of podcasts, you and I between the both of us. And I wanted to find something that I was like, what is something that I haven't really heard about or that would be new for us? And I honestly don't know where, I, I think I found this one on Reddit and I read through it. Honestly, I read probably like the synopsis and I, so much darker, just saying, than even just like the few couple senses I got. And oh my God. I, told, I told Evan about it and he was like, you can't do that. That's, that's too much. 
the slow like where I was telling him about it and the slow he like slowly like crossed his arms and was slowly like that makes me uncomfortable Curling I don't want to hear anymore and I was like guess this is Great. the one <laughs> so, but, that's how you know yeah so it's gonna be it's a it's a good one in terms of like it's wild um also sh- it, it takes place in Poland by the way um but shout out to Poland because they keep their shit under lock and key I had a hard ass time trying to find anything on this are you Everything, serious yeah there's only like if you look it up there's only like a couple like probably like reliable sources and yeah. then everything else is just like I think I found one of those, like, the paranormal catalog. <laughs> okay, maybe I, should, maybe I should stay away from that Maybe one. I shouldn't rely on that one. Yeah, but, like, there's not, there's, I was trying to find, like, documentaries, anything to learn more about it, and I could not find anything. It also doesn't help that a lot of, like, so, this wasn't, like, a, I don't want to spoil anything, but basically, long story short, is that, like, Poland keeps their shit under lock and key, and so, like, I had a hard time finding a lot but like even then i put together this is a lot like i honestly feel like i might be going for like 40 minutes to an hour because it's a lot Boom. and we'll I'm see glad i happens. made mine short <laughs> and it also like there's gonna be a lot of discussion because there's a lot of things that i feel like i need to talk to someone about because i was yep. researching this and i was like whoa and evan did what? not want to hear and about it i could not talk to evan about it because he was like no so yeah, so, I mean, we can jump right in if we want. We can. Um, before you start, we yeah. also, I also need to shout out my mom, too. Oh, shout out to Miss Kara. Because she was also like, I know. She was like, I'm sending this to all of our family. I'm sending <laughs> it to your grandparents, to your cousins. And I was like, <laughs> Which... I love a supportive mom. I love her to death. She's such an angel. Yeah. But I was like, we talked, we sh- we shouted out Ella and Nick. We need to shout out oh, my mom course, too, because we knew episode one. We knew who was going to be listening. <laughs> <laughs> if no one else was here for us, she was, was going to be. It was going to be ominous. And um, also, another shout out is um, Evan told his friends about it. So Matthew, if you're listening, thank you. Um, also. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. <laughs> what? We'll explore that further later, but less than okay. someone that I feel like you and I should talk to. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we, I guess anyone else you can think of? I mean, I don't think so. But no, Jake. I don't think Jake has listened. Fucking I, our boyfriends yeah, are fucking failing us. Either. What the hell? Outrageous. I no shout-outs for them. <laughs> no Sorry, who, who's Evan? Who's I Jake? I don't know their names. I only I only know a couple names now, and it's Nick, Matthew, <laughs> Ella, Mama Bear Nelson. And that's it. That's all I know right now, so <laughs> if you want to be supportive, make yourself known. <laughs> but, okay. Okay. Like, you gotta stop stalling now. I know. I, I feel like I am uh, starting to sweat. <laughs> like, I talk about this out loud. I didn't think about it. Also, uh, so I told you guys it takes place in Poland. So a lot of these names and, like, names of places, I'm going to do my absolute best. I probably spent the last hour before we were decided to record just listening to the pronunciations of names and some places because I was like, I gotta do my best. 
yeah. but I'm gonna be honest the pressure and anxiety of being recorded I might slip up and I apologize but I'm going to well, do my absolute best for you guys and that's what we can ask for exactly and I think let me pull up my I made like a little notes page not gonna lie of like how to like me cognitively remember how to remember some of these names but um <laughs> yeah so well I guess we'll just get started are you ready I guess so okay oh I God. so I will say the name of this case to begin with just to kind of give everyone a preview but let me tell you you're gonna hear this name and you're gonna think you know but you don't okay <laughs> I've been in the trenches with this one you don't know uh, and so it's called, it's known as the skin case. Okay? So, I hate it already. we'll just dive right in. So, on November 12, 1998, Katerzyna Nawada was booked in for an appointment at the psychiatric clinic Nawada Huda of historic, I think it was Krakow, which is like a major city in Poland. Okay. And her mother had planned to meet her there. So Katarzyna had been struggling with some depression after she had lost her father, whom she was very close to two years prior in like about mm-hmm. 1996. Mm-hmm. She was very kind, but at this time she was known to be very withdrawn because of what she was going through. And so when Katarzyna failed to show up to her appointment that she had scheduled that evening at 6 p.m., her mother was instantly very concerned because her mother had noted that Katarzyna was very open to getting help. She had sought help in the past for her mental health. So missing it felt a little off to her. So she does what most mothers would do. She contacted the police. So Katarzyna's mom contacted the police and she like told the police, listen, my daughter was supposed to attend this appointment. She's not here. And of course, after listening, like most cases we know, the police were unconcerned um katarzyna was 23 at the time so are you kidding? they were yep they were unconcerned saying that since katarzyna was technically adult it was likely she would reappear at any time so they didn't really put any effort into it they kind of suspected maybe she had run away um maybe she had met someone run away with them but of course her mother knew that was wrong because she, she knew her daughter she knew that that was not something that she would do so Again, she kind of finds that, you know, they were not really giving her anything. They weren't showing a lot of concern. So she kind of tried to do a little research herself, you know, couldn't find Katarzyna at home. Um, Katarzyna didn't have a lot of friends. She had a couple kind of close friends or people that she knew. Same thing. She couldn't find anything of significance. So she went back to the police and she just begged them. She's like, please take a closer look. Something is not right here. And so basically the police kind of started their investigation. And so... They began at the university where um, Katarzyna had been attending. She was enrolled studying. Um, she had like initially enrolled actually to study psychology at this university because her mm-hmm. mother was a child psychologist. And so she had gone to college hoping to kind of maybe follow in her mother's footsteps, kind of found that that wasn't really the right choice for her. So she actually changed her course or her, her major to history and then eventually re- led to religious studies. And so police were kind of talking to staff at the university. And again, they kind of discovered that she was a very withdrawn student. Um, She was not really Mm -hmm. seen ever interacting with other students. And when she would communicate the staff, it was only when like, it was absolutely necessary for her to kind of talk to them. 
And so what they like, so they didn't find anything like much, you know, just kind of she was drawn, but what they did find out that kind of became a little bit more interesting or kind of maybe um, was helpful was that they find out that Katarzyna prior to her disappearance. So prior to the night that she did not show up to the appointment, she had not been present in any of her classes for three weeks. So up to that point of those three weeks, she had perfect attendance. And so, of course, you know, little suspicious that she missed, you know, three. Did her mom know she was gone during the, like, was she just not going to school? So listen, this is where I was Am I getting ahead of you? (laughs) Don't worry. This is good questions, Lena. So (laughs) I couldn't, like, again, so finding more information about Lava's the little Impossible. details was really hard and so like i couldn't yeah. find out if katarzyna lived with her mother if she lived by herself because some articles yeah. said that she had her own apartment others said that she had lived with like maybe roommates anything so mm-hmm. i couldn't find anything but basically someone had noted that um her mother was completely unaware that she was missing classes so whether it was that she lived at home with her mother or if she lived with other people basically katarzyna pretended to have her normal routine so she would mm-hmm. be seen having breakfast getting dressed, packing her school stuff, leaving home, and returning to the usual time she would after she had taken classes. Okay, so, so she was still around during those three weeks she wasn't at classes. It's yeah. not like she was missing during exactly. that time. So those okay. three she was gone from classes, she was still, like, actively living a normal yeah. life. She just okay. wasn't going to school. Interesting. So, and, of course, like, her mother had no reason to believe that she was being deceived because... Katarzyna was doing what you would think, which is going to class, coming back at the same time. She had no, yeah. um, she didn't think anything of it, basically. And so they also found that, like, the police kind of found out that during this period, like, those couple weeks that she had been missing classes, she had made, made some changes to her appearance. So she started losing weight. Um, she had been throwing a whole bunch of, like, weight loss plans. And she actually dyed her hair from black to blonde. Oh, and geez investigators suspected that maybe she had met someone because of this making those mm-hmm. changes to kind of like keep like you know this new Align relationship with them somehow. yeah yeah so the police kind of in this thought maybe she was um seeing someone but of course because she kind of kept her life so secretive and she was so drawn they couldn't really find any evidence suggesting that there was a significant other a boyfriend in the picture mm-hmm so again, the police kind of at this point start to suspect that maybe she did meet someone and kind of left, ran away with them. And then of course, mm-hmm. they also started to maybe think that Katarzyna had possibly taken her own life and her remains had yet to be found. Because um, as you can recall, she was still struggling with a lot of mental health. Yeah. But of course, Katarzyna's mother was not convinced of either of those possibilities. Um, she knew they couldn't be true because they didn't sound anything like her daughter. Mm-hmm. And so... The, unfortunately, Katarzyna's mother felt like she was back, right back to square one. Um, and then the police were no closer to solving the disappearance at all. And they didn't really like show any interest in continuing to kind of look into it. So unfortunately, mm-hmm. the case would go cold for several weeks. Skip forward a couple weeks, so about two months. It's January 1999. Mm-hmm. Nighttime. And so... In this major city, there's kind of a river that goes Wait, through it. Also, the year of both of our births. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's real close to your birthday. 
we're not gonna talk about oh, it because I do not want to be anything associated in my life with no, this. No, I agree. <laughs> okay. January nineteen ninety nine. Sorry. Oh, it was so uh, like I said, there's like a river that goes through this major town and there's a lot of boats that go through it, kind of like a big, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say like shipping, but like there's a lot of things yeah. being transported among there and there's a lot of boats yeah, yeah. going around. And so the captain of the tugboat was approaching his little like tow spot where he kind of parks his little boat and he hits something and his propeller oh, stops. Oh, and so this is not like anything that's like strange or out of the ordinary. There's a lot of garbage floating in this river. There's a lot of like um, tree branches. I don't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if like it flooded or something, but they mentioned there's like a lot of tree branches and stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of times things will get stuck in the propeller, you know, disabling it. Yeah. And so the captain kind of like didn't think anything of it, not the ordinary. So he just kind of floated a short distance and was like, "I will take care of that in the morning. I don't really want to do it right now. I'm gonna take care of it." Yeah. So on the morning of January sixth, like I said, nineteen ninety nine. Captain returns to his tugboat, crew with him, and they decide to address the issue that they had left overnight. And as the captain, the deckhand, kind of like Mr. Brown, they're going looking through this like propeller and they find the object and they're kind of puzzled because it looks like a thick fabric or a leather, perhaps. They even think maybe it's clothing. So as they try to unravel the material, they start to get hit with this smell. A horrendous smell. And of course, they have no idea why, but they just continue trying to unravel it and they eventually get Mm -hmm. it undone. And so they're looking at it, and of course, the captain's thought was leather. But then when he sees attached to this leather is a human ear with a piercing where an earring used to be. Oh my god. Yes. And so obviously, that is when the crew realized that the ear was not attached to leather. But this pale, leathery object was actually skin of a female body. Now. And they could tell it was female or so, they found out later. Okay. So, like, I'll kind of, like. Not I to get nasty, it, like, but. A little bit later. But, like, essentially, it was, like, um, the arms and the legs were missing. Okay. And so, it looks like, I don't know. So, like, you know how, like, you wear, like, a bodysuit that kind of, like, clips, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clips yeah. to the bottom? Yeah. That's essentially what it was, is it was, like, from, like, where your hips are, uh-huh. your torso, and then it came up. So, it wasn't, had no face, no head, but it came up around one ear. Only and one And then it ear. was, yeah, and then so no arms, and then that, obviously, you could see, like, the breasts and everything, but that it was, yeah. like, it was just, like, a bodysuit like it looked like a bodysuit that you would like the same put on style, like, when, yeah like if you would buy from target and like put on oh and my so God. wait i have a question real quick yeah. um and this is so this is january 6th whatever 7th mm-hmm. of 99 and she went remind me when she went missing she went missing at november 12th 1998 so it's only like about two months after she okay. kind of like was noted as disappeared. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and so, oh my God. obviously, police quickly got to this river and were mm-hmm. trying to, like, search for, like, what maybe was, like, the rest of the body belonging to this unidentified female at the time, even though, spoiler alert, we know who it is. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. they noted that the skin had been in the river for at least two weeks, but no more than three. 
And so as they're kind of searching the river a week later, all that was really found was fragments of clothing, flesh of the buttocks, and a leg that was cut below the knee. That is all they could find. Oh, God. The technology available to police at this time is very far from the forensic that we know yeah. today. Yeah. Um, but this was when like forensic technology, like DNA, was starting to become like used mm-hmm. a little bit, like not what we know today, but was becoming a little bit more fresh in the scene of this. Yeah. And so, um, it was actually this. I actually found this was kind of interesting. It was the first time in Polish history that DNA was used to establish the victim. And of course, yeah, I know. I was like, again, this is a big case for Poland. And I never knew a single thing about this. No. Okay. Well, and I bet, I wonder if their like murder rate is lower than the lovely country of freaking America. I'm curious. And then also, I'll get, listen. Okay. But, but like the events that like kind of been circulate this case, yeah. And like I found out some other things that I don't know what the fuck was going on in Poland in this time. Oh, shit was crazy. Okay. Oh, and shit. especially in this town, like this town specifically. I shit going on. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh my god. Uh, but anyways, so they used DNA, and of course, this identified twenty-three-year-old student, Katarzyna Zawada, who had disappeared two months prior mm. now so when her body was discovered and i say body but i need everyone to keep in mind it was a skin suit there was no organs nothing is a skin suit ladies and gentlemen and so when they discovered this like you know heads the head limbs were missing mm-hmm. and so when they found like this body suit police and first thought was like maybe the propeller had caused injury you know everything like that but when they kind of continued examination it revealed that the skinning so how the skin was cut from the body had occurred while katarzyna was still alive oh my god yeah so my god so they i'm gonna have to sit with that for a moment (laughs) because that's an awful way to die that is horrendous when i first started reading about this i honestly i can't wrap my mind around it one two the brutality of this incident is crazy like it's it is horror movie level type shit it is horrendous and i i wonder poland wanted to cover this up I, I, I honestly feel like it might have been, because, like, it, and it just, I don't know, I, it is just so horrendous, and. That is awful. Yeah, and so, essentially, they kind of looked at the body more, and they kind of realized that, so, this wasn't, like, cut and done, okay? They realized that Katarzyna had probably been, like, tormented for weeks before she was finally killed. And not like like they killed. were slowly cutting the skin off of her. So or like they, they were doing other tormenting. So they found that like her body was like covered in like wife, excuse me, knife wounds, lacerations. Like oh basically, it found that she had been like beaten, assaulted. Like she'd gone through intense abuse before this killer kind of 
started like the skinning process which is eventually how she they deemed or what they thought may have killed yeah. her is that after she was died from blood loss because of the skinning oh but God. yeah so it was weeks weeks of torment before like this poor girl and because like you have been two months she had been missing but they said the skin had only been in the water for no more than three weeks oh my god so yeah and so um that's all i can say right now oh my god horrendous and then so of course like they couldn't like the killer's motives were unknown because they like Mm -hmm. honestly i feel like this was one of those cases that police could not really wrap their heads around it was fucking took the whole country by the country was terrified it appalled them all because they also found that there was evidence that suggests the killer likely tried to wear the skin at one point holy fuck yeah i'm i'm only laughing and slightly giggling because i'm so fucking appalled dude it is i'm not joking i have goosebumps just like talking about it because it Again, that is like, what the fuck. It's so fucked up, and I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. That like this was like uh, a real, it's happened horrendous. in real life, and they suggest like I mean the police even like suggested that there might have been like a sexual element to it because like she was missing yeah. her nipples and like obviously there's like a lot of theories because this is a very. I don't want to say like unique, but like everything that's happening to lead to this, mm-hmm. very specific to something. You know, this is not like an act of, you know, passion, rage, anything like that. This is something yeah. that someone methodically thought about. And to kind of also note that the precision that they saw, so again, they basically found so i guess i'm gonna go into a little bit more graphic detail so i'm sorry i should have made this a little bit of a warning but what they found was that yeah it gets i'm gonna it's gonna get worse ladies and gentlemen i apologize now but skip ahead for like the next minute because i'm really gonna go into it just to kind of help kind of paint the picture of like this man had to be fucked you can't see me like fucked so yeah they basically found that it was like the level of precision in this skinning was they were like this is master level essentially and so and it wasn't just that like they had skinned her but they had skimmed her and then sewn the skin back together to create this bodysuit oh my god i can't i don't even have oh, words it's oh like god. think about that you yeah know? like so like what you're but what you're saying is not to get into more detail about it because but what you're saying is like he didn't do it all in one piece obviously he had to like sew parts of it together so it was a suit quote unquote suit yeah so it wasn't just like he which is why it also kind of uh led police believe that like maybe it was being tried to be worn as something because yeah it wasn't just like skinned and like laid out it was skin sewn back together to be this distinct like torso bodysuit i that is so fucked do it it's yeah and and i guess like it's 
I honestly, <laughs> I knew this was going to be, like, too, like, fucking hard at this point. But, so, like, this case, obviously, like, like I said, it took the nation by storm. People were appalled. Mm-hmm. And the nation kind of dubbed it the Silence of the Lambs Poland. Because, if, so this, if you recall, so, I think the, it was released, like, I feel like a couple years prior to the murder. Silence so, of the Lambs? Yeah. I'm almost positive it was like, it was like a couple years before. 1991. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it had been released prior to the murder. And if you kind of remember the storyline, the movie follows an FBI agent trying to catch a serial killer known as Buffalo Bill, whom had been killing and skinning women to create a human skin corset. Okay. Sounds a bit familiar. Yeah. And so, I mean, the movie was inspired by, like, I think it was Ed Jean, like, real-life yeah. American serial killer mm-hmm. Ed Jean. And so, like, obviously people saw that connection. And so, yeah. I mean, there was some speculation, I think, at the time, whether, like, the movie had inspired this killer to do mm-hmm. it. Was there any connection to this movie? Because I think um, this was also kind of one of those things that was like just, like, a weird little, like, kind of snippet that someone left in. But so... Evidently, like, Katarzyna, like, his name is very similar to the victim of the first in, like, the movie. The first victim oh, in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, people thought, is that a connection? Like, is he trying to really replicate the movie in some sort yeah, of sick it, way? Exactly. And so, that was a thought. And then, of course, like, just to kind of give, like, a little bit of, like, a scope that um, this case would actually have a code name. Um, cause it would be known as like skin. They would just oh. call it the skin case, which is where oh. we got our first name. They called the skin case because it was the most chilling. And at that time, really the only piece of evidence they had was the skin. Yeah. And so, like I said, they really, after they kind of like swept the river, kind of found everything, police mm-hmm. still did not have a lot to go on. And so the next like, major break would kind of come five or like the next lead i guess would come Mm -hmm. five months later after uh katarzyna's body had been discovered okay and in may so may 1999 oh my god don't associate it with my birthday at all so this is where it gets like oh my god dude okay so the police as of krakow I think I'm saying that right. I am probably the pronunciation without an accent. It's just probably terrible. But anyways, the police was... So this is, this is the same city. I need everyone to keep this in mind. This is the same fucking city that Katarzyna uh, disappeared and showed up at. Uh, her okay. body remained yeah, okay. okay? Police received a call from an elderly man, elderly man saying that there was a body in his basement and he believed his grandson was responsible for it. What the fuck? And so... You're thinking, you know, makes sense, calls the police. Yeah. And, of course, the police respond immediately. As they should. the old man kind of shows them where the body was. And the body belonged to the old man's 50-year-old son. He had been beheaded, was strung upside down, and his face had been skinned off. Okay, so he had been scalped okay, well, and his face had been skinned off. But okay, 
But the old dude called and said, hey, I think my son has a body in the basement. Or so, was he saying, I think the body of my son is in my basement. Yeah, so he, so he called because he was like, there's a body in my basement, and I think my grandson is responsible. So, oh, grandfather, okay. yep. son, son, dad, and then grandson. grandson. Okay. Holy fucking hell. So, face was missing had been skinned and scalped, or excuse me, his scalp and his, like, face had been missing. And so the old man took them into their kitchen, into his kitchen, where his grandson, Vladimir, who was likely to have killed um, his, his son, was dancing and singing. Now, what even is more absurd is that he was wearing the face of his father. Are you I fucking joking? No. So, what was in the water in Krakow? Like, so, so basically, Vladimir had killed his father, decapitated the body, took the skin of the head and his father's face, pulling it over his own, and had actually sewn it to his face to keep it tight. Are you joking? What the fuck? I am not joking and this was and so oh my god what the and fuck so, so he even like wore his father's clothes and was like pretending to be his father how so old is this kid i was like reading it further into it and so he like was trying to like trick his grandfather into believing that he was his like his grandfather his dad basically so Vladimir yeah. was trying to trick his trick his granddad into believing that he was his dad. Yeah. And at first, I'm not going to lie. I read this and I was like, how the... Because evidently he, it worked in tricking his grandfather. And my first thought oh, was, shit. how the fuck do you not notice that your grandson is some Michael Myers ass shit wearing yeah. the face of your son? But and also the height's got to be different, you would think? And was, like, so what I the was fuck? Like, There's no way. But if... I looked into a little bit more and the grandfather had some failing eyesight okay. so couldn't see like makes he used a little to. more sense so yeah. he really could not really figure out exactly what was going on uh-huh. and so he didn't really fully realize what happened until he went into the basement and discovered oh, the body of his son this poor old man i know and so obviously police were quick to be like a lot of fucking skidding going on in this town gotta be a connection right yeah so they're quick to try and establish is there a connection to katarzyna's murder because this is i mean it's a big city like a big town Mm -hmm. but for to have the cases Mm -hmm. as similar as this this cannot be coincidental no so Investigators kind of set out to see is there a connection between Vladimir, Katarzyna, and they discovered that they actually attended the same university. Oh, so, okay. And that they were of very similar age, and Vladimir had actually only enrolled one year before Katarzyna did. So, okay, a little uh-huh. bit of a connection. Uh-huh. And, um, but they like, kind of like kept looking into it and eventually found that there was no real like evidence that the two had ever crossed paths or even knew each other. 
So this is just a fucking coincidence. And so after an extensive search, nothing of Katarzyna's was found at the apartment. Or excuse me, like where they lived. So yeah, they basically were like, this doesn't, there's no connection. You're going to jail for your dad's murder, but not hers. Yeah. And so like, I mean, there's also like, psychologists were very like, didn't really see that there could be a connection because yeah. Vladimir, or, like, that Vladimir was the killer in Katarzyna's case because although he had, like, skinned his victim, his motive was actually deeply personal. He confessed to the police that he killed his father because he had walked out on his mother, and so he hated his father and wanted revenge on him. So they kind of, like, noted, like, this was a deeply personal vendetta. This was very different than, like, the Katarzyna case, and so... Uh, Vladimir would go to trial and be sentenced to life, and since his family was actually from Russia, he was deported back to Russia. And why that is important is because since he's serving his sentence out in Russia, he cannot be prosecuted in Poland ever again. So even if something were to come up, it's not like they could bring him back. So. Um, is that a little foreshadowing? Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) I will say, so, I mean... There was a lot of speculation that, like, maybe Katarzyna had been killed by Vladimir in preparation to kill his father. But again, there was a lack of evidence and a really big lack of, like, connection in terms of these two interacting and kind of, like, the motives behind it. So, If you tell me this case is unsolved, I want to be fucking livid. So the case goes cold. And so it's, but we're not, oh, we're not done yet, sweetheart. Oh, thank God. Thank God. So... After this, like, you know, kind of, so, like, there's, like, these, like, little moments of, like, there's not breaks, but, like, things happen with the case. Yeah. But police would, like, work with FBI to kind of, like, help build a profile of the individual that they believed had done this murder. Yeah. And remember, this is, like, 98, 99, early 2000, so the type of forensics that we know today were not available to them. So creating this profile is kind of, like, really what they could to do to kind of like outline the suspect they were kind of looking for mm-hmm. and so they noted that this individual is likely a male in his 20s to 30s with sadistic tendencies obviously um they one could also, say that and there's also like a weird this one was kind of i don't know i, don't, I would, would love to know more about where this one came from but that they put that he specialized in a certain type of martial arts They've never actually oh. released the specific type um, for reasons unknown. I don't know if it's because like, they didn't want the killer to be aware that they knew or if it yeah. was like they didn't want to like, demonize this type of martial arts at all. Yeah. But yeah. they never released like the exact type of martial arts, but we're very like, this is a specific kind we're looking for, which is odd. Interesting. Um, they also believe that this individual had to have some sort of like prior work history or something with like butchering um like medical history had to have some sort of like you know why something he was that would be so good at like how he, exactly which is okay. yeah disgusting skin crawling and they also believed that um that this individual likely enjoyed teasing tormenting women and that he likely had previous run-ins with the law due to these tendencies mm-hmm. they also believed that like this um killer would likely strike again and so, which again, why there was even more speculation about like, after Vladimir went away, because they were like, I mean, how often does someone like that come about? And if yeah. it's supposed to happen again, 
And so that's kind of like the profile. And so really at this point, all they had was their profile, the remains, and like small bits mm-hmm. of information about Katarina's behavior before her disappearance. And so again, case kind of goes cold again. And in the year 2000s, the police would re-examine the remains um, utilizing like more advanced DNA technology and testing. And so they actually found DNA of an unidentified individual, but it would not lead to anything at that time. So it kind of, again, goes cold. Yeah. This time the case goes cold for over a decade. So until 2017. Oh shit. Okay. This is when new leads would come to light. And so a woman comes forward. She tells the police about this man who's in the car car mechanic in her neighborhood. And she mentions that he had told her about how he served in the military, worked in a morgue. And the woman just found it really odd because he had been obsessed with Katarzyna's murder and had actually mentioned multiple times visiting Katarzyna's grave. The fuck? He also lived very close to the river where her body was discovered and this man's name was robert jazinski was 52 years old at the time so if you do your math lines up with the age of the profile okay oh okay 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 and robert kind of give a little bit of history about robert robert had Uh a rough childhood his parents gave him up after he was born and he was raised by his aunt Okay. His aunt would then die when he was two, so he Aww. had been taken in by his parental grandparents. Okay. So, uh, grandparents on his father's side. Okay. And he was severely physically abused by his grandfather. Oh, shit. And what's even more fucked up is that his father was also severely abused by, obviously, his parents. So, like, yeah, Robert's grandparents. So, like, he knew about this abuse. His father even wrote, like, a book about, like, this firsthand experience of like all this abuse he experienced. Yeah. Which kind of makes me question like how could you not know that's going on? But whatever. Not and why would you let your kid why would go you into their care? Up? Yeah. So there's already so Sketchy. much. And so so like he lives there from two to eleven. And so then when okay. Robert turns eleven, he would move back in with his parents. Okay. And Already a rough beginning, and even living with his parents, not a happy home. Um, At school, he did not have many friends. He was known to being very aggressive, um, troublemaker, rude, wasn't very well liked. But in his 20s, Robert would be drafted into the army. Now, during his time in the Polish army, he spent time working at the morgue. Guess what? Where he assisted with doing and conducting dissections Mm, of the body. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. And then after his military service, he worked at like a zoology institute where he skinned animals. He evidently, a lot of animals mysteriously died under his care. Uh, And what the fuck? And he was known to love tormenting and torturing animals. So get the fuck out of here, Robert. He was actually fired from that job because he would kill all of like the experimental rabbits at the institute and of course let's just say later down the road he's 
asked about it by police, he had no answer for why he decided to do it. So, Robert's got a record, okay? Yeah. And so, He's lining up really good with yeah, that profile right so now. Yeah, so the, the profile's coming back into play, and so when he kind of, like, comes back from the army, like I said, he had his job and everything, I think he was still living with his parents when he came back, but okay. essentially... His father had an affair, his parents divorced, his father moved out of the home and remarried and had another child, so kind of moved on and had a whole nother life away from Robert and his mother. Okay. And his mother, um, kind of going through it, moved to Canada. I couldn't find if like there was like family there, if like what the yeah. reason was for her moving, but she moved to Canada where she lived for a couple of years. Excuse me, a couple of years. And so in this time, Robert lived by himself. And, like, he would visit his mother, and his mother would kind of visit him, but mm-hmm. really, he could kind of just do as he pleased. And so, when his mother returned for good, it was the spring of 1998, six months before Katarzyna's murder. Now, just like, there's a little background on Robert and kind of timeline up until Katarzyna's murder. But this was not the first time that Robert had been brought to the attention of the investigators in connection with Katarzyna's murder. Neighbors had called in about Robert when the murder first happened and called in and said, hey, we have this neighbor who's stalker in the neighborhood and he was kind of known as like the weirdo of the neighborhood. And so they called him in and I couldn't find a lot of information about backing how much of this is true, but evidently the neighbor said that he had been stalking women and that he was at one point seen wearing women's clothing. So. Okay. I mean, you know, do you until yeah, you exactly. we have nothing kill against, people. You know, but. Yeah. It was the fact that it was brought up. He was up. stalking women too. Exactly. And they're like, he, it was just a little weird that he was brought up to the police. And they didn't do anything about it. Anything. But, if, you know, like I said, Later, this is like this woman called, and so now he's on the radar. And so police mm-hmm. decide to kind of go to his apartment, question him a little bit. So they question Robert for a little bit, and then they decide to search his apartment for a bit. And again, not a lot of information about what was asked, what was kind of done, kept it very on their lock and key. But what we yeah. do know is that his mom like made a statement where after the police had left the apartment, he started acting very strangely. Like he howled and was like rolling around the floor, yelling, like curled up into a ball, rolling around the floor, shouting that he had not murdered Katarzyna, that it was all a setup by his friends at the gym where he spent like most of his time because he was like a bodybuilder. And guess what? Trained in the martial arts of the same type the profile noted of. Are you joking? I'm amazed at people that come up with the profiles for criminals. I, I, I listen. I want to know so badly, like what game, how they do this, that. like martial arts side of it. Yeah, you know. I mean, overall, profiles are fucking wild. Like, if you ever yeah. watched Mindhunter, Hunter, watch it. This shit is yeah. crazy to me. But like, and just to see, especially like a case like this, like how it lines up and like perfectly. Yeah, it's crazy, and so. If that wasn't suspicious enough, others around Robert kind of made note that he had changed, made changes to like his life, and was overall just like changing as a person after Katarzyna's murder. So like early okay. after her murder, others noted that he became obsessed with religion. He started to go to church almost daily, and that he also 
like we kind of mentioned earlier, would visit Katarzyna's grave. Now, when police mm. like spoke with cemetery or cemetery like maintenance workers, they reported that they would notice that Robert had brought flowers, and in the early days after Katarzyna would, had been buried, would bring letters and leave them on her grave. Now, unfortunately, what the fuck? none of those letters have been recovered. But Katarzyna's Dude. mother would note that she would often visit the grave and there would be a candle always in place, always be fresh flowers, and she always assumed that it had been someone else in the community, other people. But now, coming to light that it may have been her daughter's killer. Oh my god. And so, again, this is where it also gets a little bit, like, I couldn't find out if, like, police there was like camera footage from the cemetery or if the police mm-hmm. like set up a camera to kind of watch robert's mm-hmm. movements but essentially whatever it was police found that robert had been visiting her grave every night after sunset for years so i'm assuming that there was like footage they were able to view and then at one point they kind of set up their own surveillance but they found for years, this man had been going after dark to visit Katarzyna's grave. Um, if that doesn't tell you, it's, if even the mom isn't doing that, then that should tell you something's up with bizarre. the man. Bizarre, and like I think it also was like I don't, like, I don't want to like come at like the Poland police or anything. I don't ever want to do that because like I don't, yeah. I'm not in the police force. I don't know the Shit's full gotta be hard. length of investigation. Like I get it. Yeah, she's hard, but. How the fuck did no one think about that? Yeah. Because I think... Or even just, like, look at it and think, maybe we should just go talk to this fella. Or, like, maybe just, like, think about the, like, this man who, like, has, like, not, like, an obvious connection to Tarzina, but is visiting her grave. Every single night for years. Feels a little odd. Suspicious. Especially when they thought, like, you know, they had, like, the thought like oh maybe she was in a relationship maybe someone was in mm-hmm. her life and to know that mm-hmm. there's some man who's her age at that time visiting her grave and we didn't think mm-hmm. oh maybe, maybe we should talk to this guy because maybe it's connected but whatever yeah. I'm like it's i'm like i'm not gonna come out to like <laughs> i mean they got fucking grandsons cutting off their father's faces and wearing they are busy shit. with other it's shit in Poland. <laughs> and this is such a side note but there's also i couldn't find any more on it but evidently, there was also a murder rather close to this the time town. period, yeah. where a father killed his wife and kid, and also like gouged out their eyes or some shit. Like horrendous crimes are going on in Poland right now. I don't know what the fuck was in the water at the city, but were shit they like was crazy. having a drug I epidemic don't... of some kind? Because holy fuck! Yeah, and I like I said, I didn't include it just because there wasn't like any evidence. Like a whole bunch of information. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, Vladimir was enough. Vladimir was enough for us to go through. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, long story short, is that like you know, police then also found that Robert had multiple dysfunctional relationships with women in his adult life. He was very mm-hmm. known to be very demanding. He wanted to be women to be educated, but also very submissive to him. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, he was also unemployed, and so he would often spend a great deal of time wandering like the Market Square of the city, and that is thought to be where he met Katarzyna, because Katarzyna loved music. Like she was music guru, she knew her music, mm-hmm. and usually 
a lot of like friends and like people have noted that in between classes or like what she would do for fun a lot is go to the market square and kind mm-hmm. of look through record shops look for new music so okay. please believe that this is probably where robert began interaction with katazina okay and they, again they didn't give a lot of detail about how like police police were able to establish that the two had known known each other actually been in yeah. an interaction or some sort of relationship yeah. But it might have to do that Robert kept a very detailed diary and oh. wrote about the women whom he stalked. So, oh, thanks, Robert. <laughs> Which is that. And so, yeah, so he wrote about this. And most damning of all is he described Katarzyna's murder. Oh, now, shit. The details of this diary entry have never been made public. Like, they have. Honestly, thank God. I I don't know if I can handle hearing it. We appreciate that. And I think it's like, helps like focus on like Katarzyna herself and not like the torment and the gore, which I appreciate. And like I said, the crazy fucking man who killed her. Exactly. So like, you know, they didn't release anything of it, but basically Mm -hmm. it kind of, we're able to like piece together that basically like Katarzyna's last days probably looked like Robert met her flattered her kind of created this like deeper connection with her and mm-hmm. he like made know that they would like go to like movies together all that okay and so they believe that it was like maybe early november in 1998 so like mm-hmm. she was missing the 12th so they feel like it might have been early november that um basically robert asked if Katarzyna would go with him to a cottage on the outskirts of the city that okay. family owned. And Katarzyna was basically lured under the false pretenses that this was going to be like a romantic weekend in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead it would be Robert doing probably some of the most heinous, horrible acts Things you that can do to a person. Do. Yeah. Oh my God. And like I said, evidence shows that Katarzyna was held captive and probably tortured before her murder. However, they were unable to kind of possibly determine how long. Um, Mm -hmm. But when they found out about this cottage, police searched it, and they actually found Katarzyna's DNA in the bathroom. And I didn't mention this earlier, but like this whole time, Robert is denying that he knew Katarzyna at all. He... Even though they it was had like, diary I didn't entries. Know her at all. But of course, finding the DNA, finding his little diary, yeah. did, wasn't looking too good for Robert. Yeah. You know? Fuck you, and Robert. So, yeah. And so he, whether it's like, is from his diary or where they got this information, but basically they had found that like Robert killed her, you know, removed her skin, and actually tried it on. <sighs> um, but it didn't fit. So. He kept it for a while before eventually throwing it in the river where it would be discovered. Mm. So he was, this was heavy evidence. So they um, arrested Robert Jensky on October, or excuse me, in October 2017. Um, And he would not go to trial until 2022. Oh shit. Okay. Last year. Yeah, exactly. And it, a lot of it was probably because I think his trial had been set for like 2020. So, of course, we know pandemic. COVID, a lot of things yeah. got pushed back. 
And like I kind of mentioned earlier, so most of the information in regards to the trial has not been released in the public. Like, it was not a public trial. Everything's under lock and key by the Poland. Like, they have not released a lot of the evidence, nothing. Yeah. Um, but what we do know is that he was sentenced to life in prison, which is where he As he today. should be. Yeah. And so, while we know justice was finally achieved in the case, you know, someone was caught, there are some people who speculate that Robert may not have been the killer. Um, evidently, some people believe there's, like, kind of, like, gaps, like, that have been pointed out, um, in, in terms of, like, the investigation. Yeah. Um, so, like, I couldn't find, like, more of, like, just those gaps. What and are I didn't they? want to get into like the conspiracy theories of it because this yeah. is not like a case that I want to like speculate about. This is a fucking no. horror. So yeah. like let's like talk about let's... that and not like the possibility that this fucking what regardless of whatever if you killed or not fucking sounds like a piece of shit to me. So Yeah, I would agree. And so yeah. And also the DNA of this cabin, how is that refutable like, at all? DNA, I feel like the DNA the like profile just like yeah. visiting no, her grave every night for yeah. years. Sorry, looks like a closed case to me. Yeah, I would agree. And so, yeah, and so Katarzyna Zawada's death and impact was will just be forever remembered by the people who loved her. And mm-hmm. um, may her story serve as a reminder to us all the importance of taking action to prevent violence again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, remembering Katarzyna and not this fucking dickwad. Literally psychotic man. I, yeah, I, this was And also, that, <laughs> that is an understatement. <laughs> Dude, I, I. That was hard <laughs> to this, listen to, let alone, I imagined a research. It, broke my heart and I, I feel so bad for her wanted to do it as a way like to bring attention to Katarzyna because yeah she was an amazing person and for someone to take away her life and for them to be the scum of the earth like this mm-hmm. asshole was I can't like it it makes me so angry and I like my like it my skin is crawling and like I feel disgusting yeah after reading it because I just feel like I want to do more. Like, I want to... There's just not enough words to kind of be like, Katarzyna, mm-hmm. you deserve all the love you can get. And and not to Robert, live through that awful experience. Oh my God, and then just, to be murdered by that crazy fucking man. Exactly. And it's just so... Like, I feel so bad for her. There's like, yeah. It's so fucked up. And again, there's like... I There was not a lot of information just to kind of get even more of like the why. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, we read, or, like, I read more about, like, you know, like, that he had skinned her and worn it, but, like, why? 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 And why her? Why? Yeah. It just, fucking, girl. nothing makes sense. And so, like, that's, again, another reason why, like, there was some, like, not speculation, but, like, a lot of people were kind of, like, curious as to, like, um, or, like, the connection or correlation to, like, when she started losing weight, was that when she met Robert? So she, like, knew, he, she could have possibly known him for, like, the three weeks before she went missing, when she was, like, yeah. missing classes. Because and... 
Yeah, because it was also noted that, like, evidently he had, like, a huge preference for blondes over brunettes. And what we kind of going to do a couple weeks dyed before, her hair. dyed her hair. And so, and, like, there's also speculation that, like, I mean, this one plays into a little bit too much of, like, the Silence of the Lambs for me, which is why I didn't, like, think the whole thing about it. But, like, in Silence of the Lamb, like, Buffalo Bill has mm-hmm. the girls lose weight. So that way mm-hmm. he can have more skin to work with that is yeah. fucked up. And so they, some people think that that's also maybe something Robert may have, like, suggested influenced. Is, yeah. like, was that a part of it all for him to create this fucking skin zoo? I can't get over that. Like, I, I, my brain cannot process nope. that it, they found a skin fucking suit in a ripper. I can't even... I can't even imagine what the inside of his head must look like. Like, Dude, what I, is going on in his fucked up mind. And for that piece of shit to just keep lying about it. Yeah, fuck to you, To keep Robert. saying he didn't know her. Mm. Fuck you, dude. Number one, don't change for no man. Exactly. Number two, if you mm-hmm. see something or you have an inkling about something, say something to the fucking police. Even if yeah. they don't listen to you the first time, fucking say it again and say again. Say something. And it's just, yeah, like, remaining vigilant, just like that they're, uh, it just made me fucking so sad. And, again, yeah, like, that this is a case that I first read about, and I was like, how the fuck have I never heard I've this? never heard it. Ex- I, like, it's fucking, I think it's, like, the, not only, like, how horrible this crime is, and how, like, yeah. beautiful of a person Katarzyna was, but also, there was fucking a couple months later, someone else sitting yeah. in the face of their father sewing That's, it on and wearing it. I'm glad I did not live Are in that town fuck? in the 1990s. What the fuck was going on in Poland at this time? What drugs were you guys doing? Dude, what was in the water? Fucking, I, and again, like, like I said, let's all just remember the impact of Katarzyna. Whether her story and not right, music, shit, whatever. But um, it was just a case of like one. I'm keep going on about it, but like it really was like researching this. It just was one thing after fucking another. Honestly, that's. I'm, I'm so like, glad you found it, not me. <laughs> I was just fucked up, and like I'm not joking. If you guys don't look it up because i actually do not look it up there are pictures and they're horrendous there should be a fucking trigger warning do not look them up because if you look i'm not up looking case, up her pictures i'm just trying to see like if there's something that we could i i don't want to post like a link to her no murder I, but like you know something where something people could like, read more about her yeah. as a yeah person yeah i'll i'll look into it because i have a whole bunch of little things that I can maybe stuff. put together. Okay. Um, but, like, yeah, I would highly recommend don't look into this case if it is, there's, like, pictures of things that are, like, you should not be seeing, anyone should see, honestly. And, again, there's nothing really on it. Like, there's, like, a couple websites and, like I said, a couple, like, I think, like, there was another, another podcast who did it, but, mm-hmm. like, there is very limited information about this. Honestly, thank Which God. Which I'm kind of, like, appreciative of in yeah. terms of, like, I, sometimes I hate when they become, like, a case that is, like, you know, people are 
about the gruesome details yeah like it's just about the gore and the torment and not thinking about this was a person this was a human being this was a person full of life through those things and who had every right to live their life to the fullest and was taken from them yeah so that part i'm kind of grateful for and like i said kind of like amazes me like how well poland like kept shit under wraps like america never no this shit everything those diary pages would be front page news but like there nothing they're not gonna be you shit which i i respect kind of respect a little bit yeah exactly so yeah that is the skin case well rest in peace katarzyna yeah katarzyna yeah um i guess i guess that means i'll tell you my somewhat of a palate cleanser (laughs) jesus christ I just feel like it's not gonna hit as well now. Like we're just gonna be like fucking sad. This, yeah, I. It was it was so wild, but like I it was one that I couldn't stop. Like I had to do it because I was like I was in it, I was researching it, I was trying to find it more. I like Katarzyna spoke to me. I was like I need to fucking do something on this because yeah. Katarzyna deserves her name to be remembered. Yeah, especially so how recent it is. Exactly, and like it is like something that's like so sad and. But it is heavy shit, and I'm yeah. sorry to everyone listening, but I just decided to just drop this all on us, episode two. <laughs> you wanted hey, man. scary, you wanted spooky, fucking fucked up podcast, you got it, okay? This is what it's gonna be. This is, you started listen, episode two or nowhere. I will say, how many of you have heard of this? Raise your hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I just know. see the hand raised, because none of you have heard about this until I said shit, so. <laughs> and with how many podcasts I listen to... Because I literally, I always have a a true crime podcast in my ear. Like, literally 24-7. My boss makes fun of me for always having an AirPod in. And I'm amazed I've never heard of that. And, and like, this is, like, again, yeah. Like, I I have watched a lot of true crime. I read it. Mm -hmm. I watch it. I listen. It's a lot of what I do. Yeah. To not have, like, even, like, an inkling that it existed out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Impressive. And it's not one that I'll ever fucking forget. I'll have yeah, nightmares for weeks. For fucking sure, yeah. Well, do you want your palate cleanser? Yeah, let's give me my little, like, <laughs> like okay. I won't be. Uh. So, de- other podcasts have, not to sell myself short, but other podcasts have definitely covered this, what I'm going to cover way better. Okay. But we're a little over on time as it is um so she's gonna be a little short and sweet not over on time but you know we don't have a time limit no never but um so today i'm gonna tell you the story of jeff okay who was born <laughs> <laughs> just just wait pause jeff just jeff as jeff. of now all you know is his name is jeff and that's it um oh wait but also that he was born on monday june 7th in 1852 okay. and he was born in Delhi, India um, but eventually he would find himself on the Isle of Man almost 80 years later um, real quick sorry for the vocal fry that you all are going to be hearing my voice is slowly dying um, but also the resources I used for this were Wikipedia, Atlas Obscura The Medium, which I almost had to pay for but I think I shimmied my way out of mm-hmm. um, God bless Second thing is, do you know where the Isle of Man is? 
it's I feel like I should know or that like it's somewhere but no better answer no (laughs) okay first off I'm not very good with geography never have been never will be it's not my strong strong suit Jake can like place where all the states are on an empty United States map I don't know where the fuck Ohio is. Why are you asking me where Ohio is? I know Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, Colorado, and that's probably about it, except for like the ones that stand out. Yes, I know where Oregon is. Okay, good. Over by California somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I feel like really stupid because I was like, okay, let me see where I Live Man is, and I looked it up. And I, for the 23 years that I have been alive, minus like maybe five, where I was not able to speak or whatever, I have thought the UK and Ireland were one, one thing. Lena, no. <laughs> I know! Okay, but in my defense, it's because part of Ireland has part of UK on it. <laughs> so I must mean the... Same thing. So I, I thought that was it. I didn't realize there was a whole another United Kingdom thing over to the right. All right, okay. So, if nothing else, if I take nothing else from this podcast that we are starting. Geographical lesson for you. I learned something about the United <laughs> Kingdom and Ireland. about the world for yourself. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, where I'm going with that is in between <laughs> Ireland and the UK is where the Isle of Man is. It's just a little tiny yeah. island in between the two. Moving on from my stupidity. Um, but before I go into Jeff, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Irving family. So in 1917, James and Margaret Irving moved into a small farmhouse. And I was looking at pictures of the house, and it is desolate. It looks like a concrete house. All the pictures, of course, are like um, black and white because... This is in 1917. We ain't got no yes. color yet. And the house, like, looks concrete, simple, two-story, but there's, like, nothing around them. Like, mm. they are isolated out there. Um, but the couple would soon have a little girl that they named, I think I'm saying her name right, Boyrie, which if I love. That's such a pretty girl's yeah, name. that's adorable. Mm-hmm. And... Nothing would happen for quite a few years. The family would go on and live their lives peacefully in their tiny, scary little farmhouse until the September of 1931. One night, on a chilly night in September, they're all just chilling next to the fireplace. They got no electricity, probably. I don't know when the electricity was born in the houses. Or at least desolate farmhouses. Yeah, that's okay. And more um, with like just thinking like candles lit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Picture them in their nightgowns, like carrying a little, candle like, up to the room. And, like their little, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Scrooge and um, what's it called? Christmas Carol. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, he's exactly. Says. Yeah. Um, but so they're just, we'll just say they're chilling there by the fire, and they hear this tapping and these rustling sounds in the walls of their home. Oh. Already creepy home. But now they start yeah. to hear all these fucking noises in the wall. So, at first they were like, it's probably some rats or some mice. So, they set out some traps and went along, went to bed, woke up the next morning. 
waited a few days, checked the traps, nothing was there. And they were like, huh, that's interesting. Because they still heard stuff in the wall. And they were like, what is going on here? Is this sounding familiar to you at all? It's sounding familiar, but it's sounding like a story that I've heard before. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a specific story, but like, okay, don't okay, like okay. how things are adding up in my mind already. Okay. Um, no one's hiding in the walls, if that's what you're worried about. Oh, okay. Well, there's not okay. like, there's not oh, like a yeah. human chilling in there. I feel like okay, I just well, gave it away. I'm excited but... to see what is. <laughs> because honestly, now I am more curious to know that it's not human. So what the fuck is happening in the walls? <laughs> so, um, they're hearing these rustling sounds, sounds and these tappings. And then they started to hear some growls and some hisses in the walls. And they were like, okay, this, what is this? And then they started to hear vocal noises. And they described it as something like, when a baby is trying to learn how to talk and they're trying to say words, that's yeah, what it sounded great. like. I knew that. Bad, bad. Bull. Bull. No way. <laughs> You're like you with your little family and you guys got your candles lit, dinner's ready, and you just hear. That, that. <laughs> I would shit my pants. I think that's more terrifying than the growling and the hissing. You just hear. Bad, bad. I know what I'm thinking of is the the scene from like Shrek where it's like Donald <laughs> He's having the nightmare. He's like da 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 da. I'm thinking of um because the story is short and we got we got time to do whatever we want. I want to know what was your first word. I don't fucking know. My oh, parents, let's think about this. My parents were not like keeping track of that shit. I know Mama Bear Nelson though. So, what was your... Yeah, my first word was apple, but I said oh, it like okay. apple. Apple? <laughs> so, you're just okay. chilling, sitting by the fire, and you're here. Apple. <laughs> Anywho. So, they hear they hear a baby in the walls, and they're like, yeah. this is worse than the growling and the hissing. We need to figure this shit out. But they don't do anything about it, which just really astounds me. Besides putting out the traps, they were like, it's fine. We'll yeah. just keep living our life. Um, if something kills us, no one will know for weeks on end because no one is out here. Yeah. Um, not terrifying at all. Nope, not at all. But then they realize that the thing that is in the walls is picking up on what they're saying. So it's hearing okay. them talk and it's starting okay. to be able to repeat the words. Is this going to be some like flesh pedestrian shit? Because No. Oh, thank God. Honey, this this is our this is our pellet cleanser. Okay, okay. I'm just I'm just, I'm just making sure because I was like instantly like this is more terrifying than like <laughs> this is getting really scary really fast. <laughs> well, so because they realized it was starting to pick up on words, they were like, "Why don't we help it out a little bit?" And the dad was like telling these t- saying words and then asking the thing to repeat it. And the daughter was singing nursery rhymes. And then the thing in the walls would sing the nursery rhymes back to her. Okay. okay. What was in the waters in the fucking 1930s that people were like, we hear something in the walls that's trying to communicate with us. But, so so let's, let's just talk to it. Sing to it. Let's, let's just, just become some, friends. Let's just get some songs going for it so that way you can more easily communicate to us at night. <laughs> no, no, thank you. And also, I think... Ranking of scariness, tapping, bottom, crowds yeah. and hissing, 
next up. Yeah. Um, baby sounds. Probably not great. That really does terrify me. Yeah. Seeming a nursery rhyme. That's what I'm saying. Fuck no. Okay, again, you know, you know, this was before horror movies at the time, so I get, you know, maybe yeah. they've had a little less, um, they're not as desensitized to everything as mm-hmm. we are. They're like, but let's I just read a Like, just being like, you know, oh shit, I'm hearing something in the walls. Let me just talk to it. It would be better if he could sing to us, so let's just teach him all our favorite songs. <laughs> so that way he can just sing to us in the walls. I, I would rather move out. I love this family. I what a bunch of they are chill, you know. I love them. One thing you can say about the Irvings is they are not they are down with it all the time. (laughs) They They just go with the flow. Heard people on the walls and they thought, We gotta sing some rhymes to him. He's trying to communicate with us. We gotta help him out. (laughs) You don't (laughs) so so good. (laughs) I I love them and they're iconic, quite frankly. Um (laughs) So now this thing can, like, fully talk. Like, they have taught it the entirety of the English Mother language. Goose. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Mother Goose. They taught them every, every story from Mother Goose. <laughs> they sat down and they had reading night next to the fire with the thing on the walls. But eventually, because they had taught this thing on the walls so much English, it was able to introduce himself. His name is Jeff. And he was an extra, extra clever mongoose. Well, not an actual mongoose. He was the ghost of an extra, extra clever mongoose. Lena, where the fuck do you find these stories? Like, I, I, I'm sorry, but like... I, I can't believe you've never heard this. Okay. No. So, um, as you know, I am a huge fan of And That's Why We Drink. And mm-hmm. while they may not be everyone's cup of tea... They cover this story so well. Like, it is hilarious to listen to them. So, I'm not going to do it justice. Listen to the entirety of this. And then go listen to what it could have been. (laughs) But, I'm so glad you've never heard this. Because this story is amazing. I love it. It's so fucking goofy. And I just... (laughs) It is. I'm I'm flabbergasted right now. And I honestly can't wait to find out more. (laughs) Also, I want to point out... um, we, when we lived in that, that house together, we named our ghost Jeff. Okay. He could have been Jeff the Mongoose. Honestly. We don't know that. Okay, side note, we should just do, maybe, oh my god, okay, listen, 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 side I'm note, listening. everyone can skip 30 seconds ahead, but I come back from the holidays. We do a special mm. where we talk about our time oh, living bet. at the house, and we I'm do down. a special on it. And we can invite in. Nick, you're invited, you came to the house, so you can be a yeah. special guest and talk about your experience in that haunted house. I love it. I love okay. the idea. Okay. I We're doing yeah. it. Mark okay. our calendars. Yeah. If you didn't skip ahead and you're listening now, there's going to be a special. And if you know us, <laughs> you've already heard all these stories, but guess what? You're going to hear them again for this time in podcast. So Yeah. Over your phone. <laughs> um, okay. So we've got Jeff. He introduces yeah. himself. He's a mongoose, but he's an extra, extra clever mongoose, and also he's the ghost of a mongoose yes. that was born in 1852 in Delhi, India. So homie's like 80 years old, um, but not really because he's dead, I guess. I don't know how you would quantify that. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's and 
one thing about Jeff is he has got some fantastic one-liners. I feel like if I ever met Jeff, and if you ever met Jeff, we would all be homies because he's, I just, I love his energy. Um, <laughs> first one up is the first thing he said after he introduced himself is, I shall haunt you with my weird noises and clanking of chains. Not his best one, but there's better coming. I just can't get over this. Like, this is, I, I'm going to do it. This is going to be the Andy all over again. I'm going to be doing a lot of research on things that I'm like. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Um, also, he was like, I'm an earthbound spirit. I'm a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into stone or pillar of salt. <laughs> Dude, I want Jeff's monologue tattooed on my back. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I fucking love Jeff. He is the best. Hold up. I gotta tell Jake our grocery list because... So I'm gonna repeat that one more time for y'all because I feel like you have to hear it a second time to fully understand the magnitude of it. From the top. <laughs> so, Jeff. He's an extra, extra clever mongoose. He's a ghost of a mongoose. He's an earthbound spirit. He's the ghost in the form of a... Uh, I just said that. A ghost in the form of a mongoose. He said, yeah. I'm a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into stone, or a pillar of salt. Homie's got rhymes. He got bars. What is like? Okay, that's what I was, I was just thinking of like <laughs> the word Noelle and like Cody Ko, like bars. That's what I thought. Is like Damn. bars. This dead mongoose, bars. He, like I said, I love him. What can't he do? I feel like we'd what be besties. Just you listen. He gets even better. So <laughs> the family did claim to see Jeff every once in a while, um, and there's like two different descriptions of him according to like which um resource you're looking at so in one of them james and voyrie like they see a cat outside their window what they think is a cat yeah but it's a huge cat and they're like we don't have a cat so james goes outside he grabs his shotgun he's like i'm gonna chase this bitch down and i'm gonna shoot it and he chases Jesus. i know he chases it and then it disappears but this is what they described him to look like he was a very, very big cat. So, like, Martin or Momo, but, like, bigger. And he had yellowish okay. fur, and he had a bulldog head. A cat what is with a bulldog head. Okay. Not what a mongoose this... looks like to be okay. for number one. Not what a mongoose looks like. And also, I still can't fully wrap my head around that this family's just, like, rolling with all this. I know! They got a dead-ass mongoose in the wall saying, like, I am a freak. <laughs> if you saw me, you'd freak. No hands, no feet. Or I have hands, feet. And just, like, spitting bars to them, and they're like, yeah, sounds great, Jeff. I mean, honestly... Thank you for communicating with us. If I heard that, I think I'd try to get some material out of it, too. I'd be like, I'm sticking around I, for a little bit. And just like, yeah, let's just look Let's just see what he's got to say. Let, let him do what he has to do, honestly. <laughs> um. So that's one description. A cat with a bulldog head. And then the other one, yeah. Borby's like, no, he's the size of a rat. 
but he has a really long bushy tail, which I feel like lines up more with a real mongoose, but still, mongoose are kind of cute. Yeah, let me, let me, I'm, I need, like, a picture of a mongoose yeah. happening this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I'm not really, like, being Picturing. able to like, picture this case fully. It's like, oh my god, they are so Right? Cute. I love them. Oh my god. But that's not what he looks like. He's either a rat with a really bushy tail or a cat with a bulldog head. <laughs> you have to draw a picture for the audience, I think. I think. We'll post it on Instagram. I'll make like a little we'll stick figure, Jeff. Uh, no, that's next prompt for everyone is draw what you think Jeff will look like. Jeff looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anywho, let's go on to a little more hauntings that Jeff had. The family and Jeff had a very interesting relationship. Um, yeah, I'll say. <laughs> on some days, they were like, we love Jeff. What a great addition to the family. And on other days, they were like, this motherfucker needs to leave the house. We cannot stand him any longer. So, the best part about Jeff, the part that I love about Jeff, is that he could travel, but he always had to come back to their house. So... He would, like, take little day trips to the nearest town, and he'd, like, pick up all this gossip that he heard while he was in town, and then he'd come home, and he'd spill the tea to Voiree and her mom, Margaret, and they'd just have, like, a little gossip sesh. Dude, this cannot be real. Like, what, what planet are we on right now? What do you mean this fucking dead mongoose is just listening in? This story, like, I just need to track things real quick. I need to recap. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Family moves into concrete, desolate, spooky ass house. Middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. Um, hear baby noises, scratching, yes. growling, crawling yes. walls. Yes, yes. Sink, sink to it. They communicate so much with it that it's able to communicate back. <laughs> but it's a dead mongoose spirit. Drops some hella bars, and it's just like, listen, guys, I know I need to earn my keep, so let me just go to the town, get some gossip for you guys. I'll tell you the tea. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. Um, Jesus. God, voice crack. Um, <laughs> but, so, not as interesting, but, like, he would also guard their house, and he'd, like, be like, hey, there's this random person coming up the driveway. Beware. Or, like, if there was, like, a dog that was, like, coming up towards the house, he'd be like, watch out for this crazy dog. So he was really also like the bodyguard for the Irving house. Yeah. Like he, he was the bouncer. Spirit. Yes. I kind of love him for yes. that. Um, and if someone had like not done their closing duties at night and put up the fire, Jeff would run down and do it himself. And if they had places to be the next morning, but they were sleeping in, he would wake them up. Um, so like on one hand, a great, person to have around or a great mongoose to have around. I think Jeff is a great roommate. I think he's a great housemate. Seems to take care of himself and others. Picks up after himself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Just wait. Uh. Oh, okay. No, okay. (laughs) Said, spoke too soon. Should have waited before I (laughs) spoke too much about if I would live with Jeff. They would feed Jeff by, they hunt a little saucer. So like a little tiny dish. They hunt it from the ceiling and they put some chocolate and some biscuits which in america i think are like little cookies like the little cookies yeah. like the shortbread cookies or whatever yeah and then they had some bananas and any other food they had laying around they put up there for jeff and while they never saw him come eat it 
the food would just disappear. So they were like, Jeff loves some bananas and some chocolate. Um, Some of the crazy things he did is he, and what Jeff referred to as his devilments, is he would, um, one time the mom was disrobing before bed, and he was just chilling on the walls and called out each name of the item of clothing as she removed it. Um, he also, like, he was spying on the mom as she was undressing. What the fuck? Like, I'm sorry. This is flabbergasted. Like, I feel like I've said, take a shot every time I've said that word in this fucking podcast. The other thing he did is he compared James, the dad, to a Dickens character. Um, I don't, okay, Jeff, what does that mean? But he also said that his head resembled an onion. I that is my new favorite insult. And I love that. Your head looks like an you onion. The motherfucker in the wall said shit like that to you. <laughs> you just let you know your fucking head looks like an onion, bitch. Do you know that? <laughs> and not just a not a dead mongoose spirit. Yeah. Is bullying you like that. Yeah. Damn. So um he also he caught up to a lot of other shit. I'm not gonna tell you everything Jeff did, because quite pr- frankly he was doing too much. He was doing a lot. Yeah. We don't need to hear Sounds about it. Sounds like it. Um, like one of them, he was shaking the beds while they were trying to sleep or something. And he was throwing shit. Enough to make people think that he was actually a poltergeist. And not just your neighbor ghost. Your everyday yeah. little spirit ghost yeah. that happens. Yeah. Um, and eventually, people began to hear about uh, Jeff, the talking mongoose. Um, mm-hmm. their town had a few news articles, it made way to London, and a couple people came to investigate, uh, Jeff. One of them being a dude named Landor Fodor. Say that five times fast. I... Damn, what a hard name. Landor Fodor. Fodor. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and then Harry Price, who was, like, a medium psychic at the time, super into spiritualism, mm-hmm. he sent one of his um, colleagues to go investigate Jeff as well. And they were collecting samples. They were very se- very skeptical. They did what they always do. They thought, this girl's hitting puberty, and it's totally her doing yeah, all of this. sounds about right. Also, just a quick, quick clarification. Yeah. What's the year they're in right now that, like, they came to investigate? Um, I don't know when they came to investigate. I think it had gone on for a while. And I was going to say, like, how long did, like, it go on before, like, I think people, like, picked up on it? I think some years. Because it never oh, okay. really ends until, I'll tell you when it ends. Okay, yeah. I was just curious because I was, like, feels like this has been going on for, like, quite a time. Yeah. So I'm, like, curious, like, when did... I think the people they came in and investigated, like, after a couple of years. After the, okay. the news hit London. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, though. Um, <laughs> but, so, they're doing their research. They pick some of... They find some hairs, and the family's like, that's uh, that's Jeff's hair. So, they pick up some of the hairs. They have them tested. They're actually dog hairs. They're not Jeff's hair. But, they get some paw prints of what the family also said. is Jeff's little imprints in some mud. And... While they're not mongoose imprints, no one has ever been able to point out what species of animal they are. What the fuck? So that makes me... Is there a picture of it? Yeah, there are. Here. Okay. 
You gonna look it up? I'll send me the picture later and I'll okay. look at it. I don't want to accidentally unrecord myself again. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll show you. Um. So I feel like that's proof that Jeff existed because everyone's really skeptical, but I just really I want him I, to exist. It's so. It honestly is just so outrageous. Though at the same time, that like I feel like it has to be real. Yeah. And I feel like to me, who thinks in of that? my soul, as a believer in things, I just feel like it's just like, and the fact, okay, I just feel like we're skipping over too often, but all the events that led up to this, you know, like this is not just like some spirit living in the house; it's a dead mongoose spirit <laughs> named Jeff, who's named extra Jeff. extra clever. Also, I forgot about that. Did they name Jeff or did Jeff name himself? No, he said his name. He was like, hey, I'm Jeff. Okay, I'm an so. extra, extra okay. clever mongoose. I thought that he introduced, I thought you mentioned he like introduced himself, but I was also curious if they were like, also oh, like us. And they're like, nah, that's just Jeff. <laughs> that's Jeff the mongoose. Which it happens, that's just Jeff, you know, it just happens. Which literally does happen. Like I read one account where Jeff's doing some crazy shit. He's moving shit around and Voyeur's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just Jeff. Like they were just God. like, eh, it's just Jeff. He's on his usual bullshit. Like, I can't get over that this family just, like, went along with it. I know. But I also get it, because, like, Jeff just sounds like a lot and feels like a great time. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't, doesn't sound like a scary guy, you know? It doesn't no. sound like he's doing anything that's, like, too bad. Yeah. You know? He's not killing anyone or trying he's, to kill anyone. He's not, like, giving them, like, nightmares or anything, yeah. you know? So. Better than a lot of ghosts, really. Exactly. Like, I, you know, we've had some experience. And I just want to say that, you know. I mean, if I, it was a dead mongoose, and he was just, like, communicating with me, and waking me up before I need to go to class. Are you kidding me? If I had Jeff in my walls, and he was waking me up before <laughs> I had to go to class, making sure that, like, we turned off our hair curlings before we yeah. went to, like, a frat party, I feel like we could have used a Jeff in our life. I 100% agree. Especially in that I house. Not on other Jeff. When, like, sketchy people were around, he could have let us know. That Jeff could have let us know. Yeah. Like, hey, or when we were having a party, if Jeff could have been the lookout and let us know when the police were coming. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone needs I a Jeff, like I think. I think we use a Jeff. I think we use a Jeff while mm-hmm. So, honestly, I, I'm, I'm here for Jeff. I love Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, Jeff did become less frequent. He eventually just, like, kind of faded into existence. Not much is known about, like, the rest of their lives. Margaret and Voiry, um, they ended up leaving the farmhouse in 1945 after James' death, and not to ruin anyone's day, but the Jeff visitations did get pretty quiet after James Irving died, so <laughs> maybe he was just super attached to James, because... Maybe, you know, yeah. maybe that was his person. Maybe they left the farmhouse, and he was like, okay, I, I gotta go find a new family. mongoose that he had, like, a connection with before he passed and yeah. so that mongoose unable to deal with his own death yeah attached himself to james <laughs> <laughs> fucking jeff <laughs> jesus <coughs> don't mind me anywho so they move out a year later um someone else an actor leslie graham moves into the house and she claims to have shot Jeff, but what? 
the she shot him supposedly the pictures of the animal she shot are black and white and Voiree would see them and she was like no nah, that ain't Jeff you didn't kill Jeff Jeff A number one is not killable he's a fucking extra extra I clever mongoose you... ghost <laughs> and he has hands and feet and and if you saw him he turned to a pillar you... of salt you would no so that wasn't the real Jeff you got your story wrong yeah you didn't Wesley. look up your Jeff information before you moved into this house, obviously. <laughs> um, so what we can only hope is that Jeff moved on to bigger and better things. Um, that is the story of Jeff. I kept it real nice and short. Again, I'm serious. You need to listen to it at the end. That's why we drink podcast episodes. I'm just literally so flabbergasted. Stop, I'm not gonna use that word anymore. That word is cuffed in my vocabulary. <laughs> But I am just like my mind is blown that this is a real story, an event that happened. I I love Jeff the Monk. He's my hyperfixation. Time period too. I know. But like this is not some like I don't know. I feel like someone of our generation would come up with some shit like this. But the fact that it was like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, that they were like, Yeah, there's a dead mongoose spirit that lives in our walls. Mm-hmm. He communicates with us now. Mm-hmm. We taught him how to speak. Also and now he's a great housemate. <laughs> Except for when he throws shit and except for when he tells me I look like an onion. Yeah. But we've moved past that. <laughs> it's every once in a while. It's only when he's a little hangry. He keeps me humble. <laughs> oh, um I forgot what I was gonna say. I don't know. But yeah, that's Jeff. I I love Jeff. I think I'm serious. Jeff has my heart, honestly. Like I can you visit this house? Jeff. Hey, Jeff, if you're still around, can you come here? What if we had a seance and we summoned Jeff, the dead mongoose spirit? Coming in episode four. <laughs> Moving quickly. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? I also just, like, I want to see what the cats would do. Like, the cats already stare at the oh ceiling, God. and if Jeff just came to our house, like, they would lose their ever-loving minds. I feel like having a cat is basically having the equivalent of, like, pretty much, except that, like, they're not always helpful. Actually, I would say they're not helpful at all, ever. <laughs> except for when they you're just happen to sit on my face when I need to be awake. But that's few yeah, and far between. True. No, it's usually, like, almost slapping me <laughs> at 6.30 a.m. just, like, to remind me of, like, hey. Get your ass I will starve if you don't feed me right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I I need to look into more. Yeah, I I highly recommend. And like, they go more into like the investigation. What the fuck is happening over there? Me? Yeah, got all... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I was touching my laptop. Oh, how dare you! I was messing with shit I shouldn't have. I lost my turn of thought. But, yeah, that's Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Um, I'm really glad we could giggle about him after your fucking horrendous case. I, honestly, that was a great palate cleanser because I completely forgot, forgot that we Sorry, did Sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. No, you know what? I think it's, that's what this podcast is about, yeah. you know? Yeah. We give two amazing stories about two... Very different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, but balance. Yeah, it's all balance. Life is about balance. balance. Is key because if we had just, I mean, 
like I said, we love and support Katarzyna here. Remember her name. Mm-hmm. But if we would have just done her case, I don't know if I would have been okay. I wouldn't have been able to, like, go eat dinner after this. No. But now I'll think of Katarzyna as a beautiful human she was. But then I'll also think be about Jeff. thinking about, if I had Jeff, what would he say to me right yeah. now? Yeah. How would he comfort you? Exactly. What would Jeff, I can't get over this, the dead mongoose spirit say to me? What would what would his words of wisdom be for me? You know? Um, what kind of bars would he drop in this fucking apartment? I feel like he'd definitely be the kind of person to be like, rub some fucking dirt on it and get fucked over it. It's, he really would. I, wow, I think in long run, Jeff should be our... Our new mascot. Yeah. The face of this podcast. I, Jeff is the face of this podcast now. <laughs> What would Jeff do? Does the mongoose die? What would what would Jeff say? <laughs> oh my god, that is we have a gr- another great title. What would Jeff say? Episode. Either what would Jeff say? Or what would Jeff but do? What does the dead mongoose say? <laughs> what does a fox say? <laughs> also when you said when you said mother goose, like right before <laughs> I um unveiled who was in the walls, I was like Hold up a minute. See that your eyes were like. <laughs> I thought you said mongoose too, and I was like, no fucking way. Okay, I was gonna say your reaction felt a little odd, and so I was like, oh, I'm just mother goose. The rhymes, <laughs> but I get it now. Once you said it was mongoose, I was like, ah, oh. makes sense. Probably thought I guessed the spirit. I was really hoping you'd never the heard the animal. It. The spirit had no. I've never heard of this before in my life, and same thing with just like the Andes, and I'm gonna go on like a spiral of looking into mm-hmm. Jeff what he's all about which would be a good spiral for me because yeah. last spiral had me going into skin suits faces being skinned off and worn yeah like a mask yeah and I feel like you know I'm ready to leave that part of me behind and move on to um, Jeff the mongoose Jeff the dead mongoose I love him well that's should we end this? In this? That's it for today, folks. <laughs> That's it.